I have been walking through the entrepreneurial journey for a long, long time. I first started it in my 20s when I was living in Europe, when I realized that I needed to make additional income because my teaching salary at the time wasn't enough. So I would start doing uh, private lessons, teaching English as a second language. Now, I had never done it before, but I was Canadian in a foreign country. So that pretty much gave me the green card to say, yep, you can do it. You know what you're talking about. In order to do that, I had to find people and clients who wanted to learn English as a second language. So what I would do is I had to go and I had to talk to people. I had to tell people what I did. Word would get around that this Canadian girl who's living here can teach your child how to actually sound like an English speaker. But I'll tell you something that I didn't have. I really didn't have a great grammatical background because when you teach English as a second language in a foreign country, they want you to know very specific grammar, grammar rules and so on. We're not taught that in Canada. And neither are you taught that, you know, in the U.S. or any other English-speaking country in the U.K. So I actually had to go back and learn the grammatical rules so that I knew when I was teaching this English as a second language student or person or adult, you know, this is the present simple. I am. You are. This is present perfect. I have been. So learning curve. It was a learning curve to do this in a foreign country. It was a learning curve to be speaking Greek, which was not my first language. It was a learning curve how to market. We didn't have the internet. And if we did, it was, I think it was AOL. Um, and we didn't really use it that often. So I had to do what came naturally to me, which was talk to people, let people know what I did, and how can I help you? What's interesting is these principles have never changed. We get so caught up in the, the various market changing. And, and I know, you know, I'm in real estate as well as being a business coach. So the market is up, the market is down. Uh, the interest rates are up, the interest rates are down. It's a roller coaster. So how do we control our emotions? How do we take control of our business when the market can be chaotic? When the market can be good, the market can be bad, and it can shift overnight. So what I want to talk to you today is how to not have that affect your business and yourself on a continuous basis. Because if we are going to ebb and flow with whatever is happening in the environment, we are not going to be having a very happy journey in this business. We're going to be talking about some of the common business challenges that we have today. We're going to be talking about the issues that will hold us back from growing. Usually it's our mindset. It is the way that we are reacting to what is going on around us in society, in the markets, in business, and so on. Usually it all starts with us. We are going to discuss practical, effective ways. We're going to learn how to thrive. Thrive no matter what's going on out there. So I do believe that there are four pillars. 
And I myself have come up with these four pillars because to me, it's like a table, right? So we all know table, generally speaking, has four legs. If even one of those legs has a slight issue, that table is going to wobble. That's exactly how business works. If just one thing is off in your business, in one of these four pillars, business will be off. The way that you are interacting with your business will be off. The way that you're interacting with people in your business will be off. So let's go on to pillar number one. Let's just dive right in. And this is personal discovery and mindset shifts. This is probably, I believe, one of the most important drivers of your business. And unless we get the mindset right, nothing else is going to flow properly. It is the foundation of your business journey. And we often so get, get so caught up in the idea of business that we overlook the personal aspect. How are we interpreting what's going on? How are we reacting to the daily events that happen, both good and bad? How are we reacting to the people that we are encountering in business? And I do believe in the last few years, people's demeanors have changed. I think that there's a lot less patience. I think that there are more frustrations. I think that people, people are scared. They don't know what to expect. And the unknown scares most people. If that is who we are doing business with, we have to take that into consideration. But we also have to protect our own mindsets as well. So we can find ourselves trying to fit into a mold as a business owner. What is that perfect way that I should be running my business? And we start to look around. And we look around at that person and we look around at that person. And here's what we see. We see where they are in their journey. But we may not be at that point. If I'm just entering, for example, the real estate industry, am I to compare myself to someone who's been in the industry for a long period of time? I think that would be unfair. If I'm just opening my business now and... I look at these other established businesses with the, the clientele who have been, you know, going there for years. My uncle owned a coffee shop for 35 years. Is it fair for a new business that's opening to compare his client base to their smaller client base that's just starting out? No. So a lot of the time we can self-sabotage ourselves as business owners by comparing ourselves to the place where other people are at, which is a different chapter than we are in. So that's something to keep in mind. We can find ourselves trying to fit a mold that doesn't align with our vision and our values. So are you trying to run a business that looks like someone else's, but they're running it according to the future they're looking for? Have you sat back and asked yourself, what do I want out of my business right now? What do I want? What do I want to accomplish by the end of this year? In order for you to travel down this road of security, feeling less overwhelmed, and 
keeping your confidence, it's really important for you to set your own goals and your own vision of what it is and what you want your business to look like. So if you say that I want to do this number of sales by the end of this year, are you readjusting that every quarter based on what's happening in the economy? Because if the year started out really strong and you had a very lofty goal of the number of sales that you would like to get done in your business, have you made adjustments? Now, do we have to adjust the goal? Not necessarily, but you may have to adjust your actions because in a tougher market, it requires more action. When you start to understand where you are at in your business journey, you're then going to understand what needs to be done to get where you need to go. So I go back to the amount of work required. Right now, I think everyone can agree that we are in a challenging market, right? There is inflation. There are recessionary measures taking place. Interest rates are rising. Food prices are rising. Basically everything, the cost of everything is increasing. So does that mean that it's a tough market? I won't get to my goals and I don't know what I'm going to do? No. What that means is you have to shift your mindset and say, okay, if this is the market right now, how do I need to adapt what it is that I'm doing? How do I need to change my mindset and say, yes, the market has changed. I now need to pivot and start doing things that maybe I haven't done in a few years. I was actually thinking about this this morning when I was uh, having my breakfast and I was thinking to myself, if we all were to act like we are new to this business with the amount of enthusiasm, with the amount of drive and hunger that we have had all these years, you know, when we first started out, a lot of our problems would go away. Because if you have drive and you have hunger, you will have business. But what happens with our mindset, when we have an easier market, and we have had some easier markets, 2020, 2021. Yes, we had, you know, the pandemic going on, but the markets were thriving. And when that happens, people become complacent. It becomes easier because business is flowing toward us. So what happens when business becomes challenging is now we have to be the ones going out and hunting for it. And we're not used to hunting. It's been a long time since many people have hunted before. So that is a mindset shift that not only do the, the people and the customers and the clients that we work with, they have to shift their mindset in pricing, but we have to shift our mindset into the amount of work required to do the same task that we were doing two years ago or three years ago when it was easier. So let's move on. Actually, before we move on, I would like to know from you, um, have you taken the time these days, if you find what's going on challenging for yourself, what's going on in the markets, in, in your business, if you are feeling challenged right now, do you remind yourself 
very often why you are doing this. Why did you get into business in the first place? Because if you can get your mindset back to day one, when you were so excited, whether you got your real estate license or whether you got the keys to a store that you're going to open as a business owner, that enthusiasm, that motivation that you felt inside, do you still have it? And if not, how can you get it back? Where did it fall off along the way? I had a coaching call this week and, you know, I was asking my client, you know, how, how was your last week? How's everything going? He's like, you know what? I just don't have the same motivation that I had before. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. Have you taken some time off? You've been going and going, going. He's like, well, you know, I have to work because my team members aren't really pushing as hard as they were before either. And I said, well, maybe it's time to have a conversation with everyone. Where is everyone at in their lives, in their business? What's changed? And do they remember their motivation for being? And in this particular case, it was real estate. Do they remember why they got into it? Why did they get their license? Were they enthusiastic a year ago? What's changed? And if you can have these kinds of conversations with yourself, what's changed in how I feel? Why do I feel different? How can I bring myself back to the way I was feeling before? And maybe you'll notice that maybe something happened. Maybe an event happened. Maybe it was an interaction with someone and it just threw you off your game. So the question is, how do you get back on? Let's go to number two. Pillar two is entrepreneurship foundations and growth. So your business growth and your business foundations. This is everything after your mindset. If you don't have a firm foundation for your business, it is like building a business or a house on sand. What happens? Sand gets washed away, blown away. The house, it's going to sink. It's going to tilt. It's going to crack. All kinds of things happen, just like your business. So if you have begun to realize that you are missing some key foundations in your business, it's time to go back and start implementing now, particularly in a challenging market. When there is a lack of foundation, and the market, so here's what happens. You've got a really strong market. So you do a little bit of marketing and you do a little bit of social media. Maybe you do a video or two and that just, it's enough because the business is coming to you. But when businesses become challenging and the market becomes challenging, those little things that you were doing are no longer enough because they were lacking consistency, they were lacking thought, content, valuable content, all of that was missing because you were just throwing things out there, little bits just to make sure that you could say, yeah, I'm doing marketing. A foundation means that you actually have a strategy. It means there is a written strategy. It means you know what you're posting on which days. It means you know what parts of your business you're working on which days. Have you done that? Have you taken apart your business and said, okay, it's Monday. On Monday, I work on connecting with people. 
I work on calling past clients. I work on connecting with my prospects. Tuesdays, Tuesdays are for social media. Tuesdays, I'm going to create posts and content so that I can keep people interested in my pages on social media. Wednesdays are for this. Do you do that in your, in your business? Because that is how you set a foundation and consistency in your business is a part of that foundation. So if I were to sit down with you and, and I were to give you a piece of paper and I said, okay, I'd like you to fill in the foundational pillars of your business. What are they? Would you be able to do that for me? Do you know what's holding up your business? Is social media driving your sales? Is it one-to-one communication and relationships with people that's holding up your business? Is it promotions that you do? Is it advertising? Is that holding up your business? And if it is one of these things, what is it that you're doing to nurture each of these in your business right now? What are you doing differently? Or what are you two times to Xing to make sure that you're actually working harder on each of these? So if I were to say to you, if your business comes from referrals, how have you stepped up that part of your business now that the market's more challenging? What are you doing differently? If the answer is, I haven't done anything differently yet, then you may want to rethink what your foundation looks like because it may not be as solid as it needs to be, which also may lend to the fact that maybe you don't have as much business coming in because it's harder now. So you have to now do more things and different things and adapt. I know when I first started, I was doing the private lessons as my first entrepreneurial endeavor. And then I opened my children's indoor playground, 6,000 square feet. And again, marketing. Where do you start marketing? Like I said, the internet was very, very minimal. So there were no ideas coming from the internet. But you're in a, a country where it's not your first language. You're opening a concept that is not widely known there yet in a village, a small village, where people's uh, experience in what's out in the rest of the world was more limited, let's say. So I realized that in order to create a foundation for a business, for children's parties and play area and so on, well, I need to start with customers. So what's my marketing going to look like? Who is my customer? That's a foundation of my business. Who is my audience and how am I going to attract them? How am I going to speak to them? So that was the first thing I had to do. Well, my audience are small children. Okay, well, how am I going to find small children? Where are the parents? And small children are at school. So what if I went to the schools and I worked like that one by one by one? So here's what happens when you are unsure of your foundation. The business can crumble under the weight of the market, of pressure and competition. People who don't have a solid foundation in their business 
are always worried about the competition. Have you ever noticed that? They're always looking over their shoulder. Oh, so-and-so copied me. That's okay. If you are secure in your business, you won't worry if other people are trying to copy you. It's actually a sign of envy because they like what you're doing. When I first started doing video, a lot of people, there were some people who would actually take every word I said in my video and put it up on a screen and redo the video. And people would say to me, well, doesn't that, doesn't that concern you? Doesn't that bother you? And you know what? It's not going to be me. They're going to be them. And your value in this world is that you are different. So in real estate, for example, people always say, oh, well, I lost that listing when I went on the appointment. Well, you didn't actually lose anything. They chose someone else who was more suitable for them. That's it. Someone who may have shown them more value, someone whose personality aligned with theirs. It's almost entitlement if you believe that you deserve certain business. You don't. You have to work for it. And if you didn't get it, it means that you have to work harder. That's really all this is. When I had the children's play area, if I didn't attract in a party and they went to somewhere else, that's just because I didn't show enough value in my play area. Maybe it was the food I offer. Maybe it was the pricing. Once you know you have the right foundations for your business, you become confident and then you, you understand the value that you offer people. But in order for that to happen, you have to set your foundations. And I'm going to keep saying this word over and over, foundation, foundation, because it's what holds up everything. So the second business or the third business, I should say, when I became an agent, when I became a realtor, guess what happened? I understood from the beginning that I needed to have certain foundations in order for the business to move forward and grow. So I am now ending my 15th year in real estate. And I inserted the foundations in my business years and years and years ago, which is why I can have such a large database of people, which is why things can uh, be automated because I set those foundations early on. Same thing with video. I set the video foundation eight years ago. So that makes it more comfortable for me to come to you today and do things like this. If I had never started making those small moves years ago, getting comfortable in front of video, then I would never have been able to have the confidence to have this group to know that I can teach, to know that I can mentor, to know that I can coach people through different issues. Without a sturdy foundation, you may have a misalignment in your market. You may not even be catering to the market in what they need. If you haven't taken the time to look at what's going on and say, what is the best way for me to approach this right now? Well, I need to understand the pain points of people. And that's part of running a very successful business 
is understanding who your client is. Who is your client? Think about that for a moment right now. Who is your client right now? Because a lot of people advertise and try and grow their business based on how they feel. But it's not about you. It's about your customer, your client. How do they feel right now? Are they overwhelmed? What are their pain points? Are you able to speak to those pain points? Because if you are, and you're able to solve their problem, now that's your value. Solving people's problems is a game changer for your business. It will help you create your strategic direction. It will help you create the messaging for your marketing. It will help you in your communication, in the message that you are trying to get across because words are everything. You know, when we respond to a very emotional client, our words are what will make or break that situation. Your emotions or lack of emotions are what will make or break a situation. And all of that is what we call the communication strategy part of your business. And if you've never thought that you need a communication strategy, you most definitely do. Because that is what will give you longevity and will, what will have clients coming back. It also is what sets the tone for confidence, the confidence that a client has in your abilities, especially in a challenging market, and your own confidence to uphold your value when people are questioning it. The turning point in all of the businesses I have ever owned has been in the creation of pillars in the business. So a strategy for communication, a strategy for email, a strategy for social media, a strategy for marketing, a strategy for my database. When all of these pillars that hold up my business were established, that's when I knew I had a strong business. Building your business foundation is not a one-time task. It is actually an ongoing process that evolves and it evolves with you as you grow. It evolves with the market. It evolves with the new clientele. I know when I got into real estate, um, I started with first-time home buyers because I was comfortable with people who also didn't know what was happening. So I felt like I wasn't being judged. But as I gained experience, I then moved on to people who were looking to move into detached homes. And then it was the four-bedroom homes, larger families. And then it became luxury properties, the move-up property. And when you get to luxury properties, then there is a different type of mindset that you have to have and you have to understand with a high net worth client. And I actually have something special that's going to be coming in a week or two um, that will help you with that. So if you are wanting to deal with luxury, the luxury market, high net worth clients, no matter what your business is, I have created something for that. But this is what I mean by evolve. So you have your business foundation, right? And depending on your clientele and your business, 
you are going to evolve what each of your strategies looks like because your strategy for first time home buyers, for example, will not be the same strategy for a high net worth client. There are some things that are the same, but there's a whole lot that's different as well. So you need to understand that, that the evolution of a business will be dictated by everything that's happening, by the market, by the clients, by yourself, by your new education, what new things that you learn. Have you faced difficulties in growing or scaling your business? If you have, put a yes in the comments. Have you experienced um, challenges that you really weren't sure how to overcome? Maybe you're experiencing that right now. Maybe you're at a loss for what else to do to grow your business. Maybe to get new leads into your business. Maybe it's you have products or houses that aren't selling. What's your challenge right now? We're going to move on to the third pillar. And the third pillar of your business, some of you may see, well, that doesn't really have anything to do with me, but it does. And the third pillar is leadership and business transformation. And you may think to yourself, well, I'm not a leader. It's just me. I'm a solopreneur. But you are a leader. You are leading your business forward. When you are working with other people, and if you are the one who has to make a decision, you most definitely are the leader. In your household, you are a leader in your children's eyes because you are leading the way that the household can be run, the rules, regulations. A leader is someone who just takes on the responsibility for something. That's a leader. And leadership does affect your business transformation. When I realized I was a leader was when I owned the children's indoor playground and I had six to eight employees. I had to give direction. I had to realize that some of them didn't actually know how to do some of the things I was asking them to do. So then it was teaching and training them. It was teaching and training them how to deal with mothers and their children. Let me tell you, that's not an easy audience, um, especially during a children's birthday where emotions and excitement and enthusiasm, but also if you are dealing with people who are perfectionists, um, nothing will make them happy. So all kinds of things that you have to become a teacher trainer on when you have employees. I then took this to another level when I owned my real estate brokerage and I had 13 agents and I had two offices and the offices were two hours apart, which I still had to visit the other office. And what I realized is that leadership was really about relationships and the connections that you're making with people. That's what being a leader is. It's not telling people what to do. How often has someone told you what to do and how well did you take that? Communication, establishing a relationship and establishing a connection with people. These are three things that are highly important as a leader and they are what will help transform your business. 
Because if you can learn how to communicate with people, if you can learn to listen, listen actively to people, do you know what that means? When you listen actively to people, you are not formulating the next thing that's about to come out of your mouth as they're speaking. You're simply taking in what they're telling you. And then the next thing you say is based off of the last thing they've said. That is actively listening to someone, really engaging with them, not being on your phone, understanding, being empathetic. And I have done a podcast in in the past about listening and whether you're listening actively or passively. But here's the thing, as a leader, you can be a leader and listen actively and not necessarily have to give in to everything. Most people just want to be heard. That's really their biggest uh, desire. Are you listening to me? Have you heard me? And can you see me? And if you can tick all those check boxes, that's when leadership becomes easier with people. When a leader takes time to understand the why and the motivation of their team members, employees, whoever it is that you are leading, your business will again continue to transform. And just like the coaching call I said with that, yeah, I had that with a young man yesterday who has a team. And I said to him, if you've noticed that the motivation of your team members has gone down, then it's time to revisit their why. Why are they doing this? You can have any job in the world. Why did you choose this industry? Why did you choose this job? And remind them. I know in real estate, when I have taken out clients in the past, and sometimes we start in one place and we end up in a completely different direction, different type of house, then they start to get confused. And all I have to do is I have to bring them back and I say to them, when we first started looking, this is what you told me you were hoping for. Has that changed? And when I said this to a lady last year, we had been looking and looking and looking and she finally called me and she was exasperated. She was overwhelmed. She said, I don't even know what I want anymore. And I said, here's the thing. We need to go back to what you wanted when we first started looking. Has that changed? And she said, remind me of what that was. So I reminded her of what she had told me she originally wanted. And she said, you know what? You're right. I'm still looking for that. And I said, well, somewhere along the road, maybe you started listening to people. Maybe you got distracted. Why don't we do this? Why don't we just go back and we start again with really the core of what you're looking for? People are no different. If you have team members that are employed, you're going to do this same thing, this same conversation. Bring them back because emotions and our mindset and we can just get confused sometimes by too many things going on. We need a voice of reason to bring us back. And that's what I do with clients, with coaching clients. Just bring them back. 
let's go to the last pillar of our business. And the last pillar is equally as important as all the other ones, and that is wellness and balance. And I'll tell you, your wellness, your health, and balance and flow and harmony, it is crucial to being able to last in business because there is a lot that comes at you when you own a business. When you're an entrepreneur, you have a lot of moving parts that are constantly moving around. You know, it's a great day. It's not a great day. This happened. Oh, but this really good thing happened. So we can sometimes lose sight of the importance of balance and personal wellness. In the early journey that I've been in business, I know that it can be very, very easy to get caught up in starting the business and you get stressed because the business isn't growing. And, you know, do I give up? Do I keep going? This is, this is the same, I think, idea and thought pattern that most people in business have. You know, is this something that I should be worried about? Should I really have done this? Did I make the right decision? Well, what if, what if this and what if that? Sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is to take a moment, take a step back, and pause. Just say, I think I need time to think this through. Because if you're always in a rush and you start to get frustrated that business isn't going the way you want it to go, it's not as busy as you want it to be, you don't have as many sales happening, take a step back, stop, and say, I need to look at this situation as a third-party observer here. How can I take a step back from my business and look at it as I were observing it and now look for the gaps? Where's the issue? Is it an employee? Is it you? Is it lack of action? Is it the doing of the wrong things? Or is it not doing enough of the right things? The only way you will be able to notice this is either if you hire a coach who will help fill in those gaps for you, or you take the time to stop what you're doing and just take a, an unemotional look at your business and say, if I was really being honest with myself, is there a gap somewhere in my business? Am I really doing as much as I can for my business as I could be? I have said in the past to agents in my brokerage, first of all, if someone were to audit your day, would you have been fired by now for a lack of the amount of work that you do in a day? Do you actually work eight hours? People say they work all day, but do they actually work all day? Or maybe they work for an hour and take two off. Maybe they put in half an hour, take two hours off. And when I mean off, I mean you go on social media, answering emails. It's not focused, laser-focused work. So can you honestly say that you're one of those people that would not have been fired by now because you work so well, so diligently, 
so consistently? That's a question to ask yourself. Here's what happens though. Let's take the opposite spectrum. Here is what happens when we don't take care of ourselves, when we do not watch our wellness, our balance, our flow, when we are not taking care of the amount of hours that we're putting over here in business compared to what we're putting over here in our family, in our relationships. What happens is burnout. And most of the time, we don't actually realize burnout has happened. What are some of the symptoms that you have felt when you feel like business just isn't going right and you're feeling really negative? What are some of those symptoms? They are being in a bad mood. It's negativity. It's like everything is negative around you. That energy, no matter what you look like, everything has a problem. Have you ever had one of those situations where you kind of look around and everything just seems to be going wrong? It's actually not. It's most likely your mindset. Tiredness, irritability, not really feeling motivated anymore, a lack of energy. You can't sleep very well. Maybe you have health issues that are starting. Maybe your hair is falling out. Maybe your hair is thinning. Maybe your face doesn't look bright and glowy. All of these things are side effects and they are your body telling you it's time to slow down. Because what happens with the way the universe works and the way our bodies work is that if we don't slow down, something will slow us down and it's usually a health issue. So it is important, you know, that you walk the journey of burnout to balance and only you can figure out what that looks like. Most of the time, I will tell you, it has to do with the way you have organized your business and your life. And usually it is a lack of organization in your business and your life that will lead you to burnout. If you can begin to work smarter and not harder, and what I mean by harder is, are you doing everything on your own or can you get assistance? Is the way that you're thinking of organizing, for example, your database, are you still using Excel spreadsheets? Or could you use a CRM, keep everything organized in there? When we're talking about content, are you creating all your content? Have you hired someone to create it? Are you using AI? That's working smarter instead of harder. And that's what I mean by harder. Put your energy to where it's best used, which is growing your business and finding new business. And the smaller tasks, either find someone else to do them for you or Find a more automated way to work on them. Where are we at now? We've gone through our four pillars. We have talked about our mindset. We've talked about the foundations to the business. We've talked about leadership and business transformation. And we've talked about wellness and balance. What would you say is a gap in your business right now? Where do you think that that's sitting? In one of those four pillars, which pillar would you say you need to do some work on? Let me know in the comment below. Which pillar needs to strengthen to get your table perfectly aligned 
so that it's sitting nice and strong. So we have uncovered a lot of things that I've talked about today. And basically, that is what I do in this group is I talk about the different pillars, but in a more generalized sense, because it's very hard to be able to dig into everyone's business because you all have a different way that you are evolving in your business. You all have a different level of growth that you want for your business and your vision. But if any of this has resonated with you, you're going to love what I've got next. Okay. I am super excited about this because I feel like there is so much help that people need in order to create their, their, their foundations to get business going the way it needs to go so that you can feel more at peace with yourself. So what is this exciting news? I actually created a course called Business Breakthrough, and I have two versions of it, but we're going to talk about the one version today. The one version is what I call Fast Track, and it's only for six weeks. And for six weeks, we are going to revitalize your business and increase leads and revenue. And we're going to go through these pillars, but we're going to go through them quickly. And we're going to pinpoint where the gaps are. The full course version is 12 weeks where you get more of me and more one-on-ones with me, where we actually go through a whole business audit and so on. So this fast track is going to be almost as good but we're going to move you quickly so that by the second week of September, you are ready to go. You've got business foundation and you are taking the fall market by storm. That's the idea. If you want to put your business basically on rocket fuel and you really want to figure out what those gaps are, what is it that's not working? I can help you figure that out. And we're going to do that in six weeks. Five people are who I'm taking on to do this. And I am going to put the link in the comments that will take you to the page with all the information. If you are interested in getting help because you want to see your business grow, you don't understand why you feel this frustration or this overwhelm because it's just not exactly how you want it to be right now. And you know, you know it could be so much more. You know inside you, You have so much more to offer your business, but there's something missing that you can't quite figure out. That's where I come in. I can help you pinpoint that. You can see some testimonials on the link there of other people who I have helped in a short period of time do this. So click on the link below to take you to the business breakthrough six week course. And if you are looking for something longer, more comprehensive and more directed with me that I can work one-on-one with you, set up a discovery call with me and you'll see that on the page as well. And we can talk through that. I hope you have found some revelations. I hope that I have helped you through these four pillars and helped you realize that you may have something missing in each of them. And I am here for you. I'm here to help you work through these because it is what is going to move your business forward. No matter what business you have, it doesn't matter. These are the core four pillars that you need to evolve and grow. And I'm here to help. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Bye everyone.